0: some, something, some, <laughs> some, some things are sometimes some. Sometimes <laughs> some things are too many subs. Too many subs <laughs> some, sometimes make someone sad. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Fizzle Show. Too many cool, small businesses fail. Too many hopeful, capable, independent entrepreneurs give up. They fizzle out. Why? We're here to discuss what makes the difference between those founders who fizzle out and those who buzz and crackle with creativity, purpose, and a joy in the making of their thing. Your hosts are Corbett Barr. If this was uh, the hangover one, he'd be Bradley Cooper. because He just he just has those eyes. Caleb logic He'd be the guy getting married because he's just a, a real stand-up guy around whom all this exciting stuff's happening. And me, Chase Reeves. I'd be uh, Mr. Chow, I guess, because I've got that adorable way of cussing. I was alone in my business trying to make a thing on the side. Okay, my effort, it was my reward, it was my isolation, it was my procrastination. It was all up to me. And you know what? It was lonely. My parents didn't get what I was doing. My friends thought I was weird. My wife would give me that look, you know, that uh, I love you, but look that look she would give me that that look fast forward five years and i'm in a team with corbett and caleb and i've i have never actually been more productive more on fire more in tune okay so today we're talking about this question does teamwork make the dream work it's a rhymer would playing with a team instead of playing with yourself make the work you're doing better you now, there is a multiplier here, and you may not need a full like team or partnership to get that multiplier. Uh, we we'll, more on that in a bit. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. So uh, without any further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so, well, hello. Oh, wait, no, we don't say that. I have a whole <laughs> intro thing that I'm going to do that on. Yeah. I'm just going to jump right in, and we could just say today. Okay, so here's what we're going to talk about. All right, lay it on us. We three are the bloggers' three, the three C's. Indeed, can it be? C, are
1: you? Are you? Is this poetry?
0: It's a yeah. I I yeah. Okay, listen. It's gonna. It, it's been a little while since we. Yeah, used the we gotta get recording. the we
1: gotta get the cobwebs But off. But it's
0: okay. You know, we're doing this. We're doing this with with all of our listeners. Yeah. Um. We're gonna talk about what it, about team. What did you? What did we call this thing? It's like the dream is the team,
1: or the no, no, no. Teamwork makes the dream work.
0: <laughs> Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work, my man. Because um, here's the deal. Um, I thought I was going to be a lone wolf. Uh, yeah, we all kind of thought that. I have that phrase in my uh, in my notes. There here, we the go. Lone wolf. Here, 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 let's start. Let's start with lone wolf. Okay, so a while ago, I had lunch with a with a guy called Charlie Gilkey who runs ProductiveFlourishing.com, and. He mentions, he's, a real, he's probably this, one of the smartest gentlemen I've ever met. Um, very like, like, just smart and like, dedicated. you know, his yes means yes and his no means no. Like, it was the kind of thing that it's like, it sta- and it stands out just like crazy when you, when you talk and meet with him and you're like, wow, this guy's really, he's on it. And he was like, you know, here's the thing. Everybody, all these people, and even a lot of, a lot of our friends, even, they're still, it's lone wolf stuff. We've got a lone wolf mentality instead of a co-op kind of solving interesting problems mentality. Yeah. Right. I thought I was gonna be the lone wolf. I was gonna be the guy who could go out and like so when anybody looked at my success, they'd be like, wow, he has done it. It'd be be about me. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't know if I necessarily called that out and said I wanted that solo success or if it was just the the, the main story that I had ever heard. And and so it's just the way
1: – it's the terms in which I, I thought. You yeah. know what I mean? So was that the only reason you thought you'd be a lone wolf just because of the just the pure ego of it? You wanted to be the, the guy's name on the No, I just – I think I marquee? just didn't
0: – I didn't know of any other ways of thinking about it.
1: You know and I knew about? teams that worked but you would always yeah you'd always worked on teams before like no, in,
0: yeah i was i was a part of a but that was a big company right yeah kind of thing right i was a i was a project manager at a interactive agency yeah or i was a marketing director at a tech startup right yep. i was always on the side of those i was trying to be the blog guy i was trying to be father apprentice like yep. you know in which case it's it seems so small and manageable and independent i could just do it myself right yep. Maybe because I was thinking too small in those regards or or maybe because i didn 't know myself enough or whatever, but everything changed when we started uh obviously we worked together, I was working with clients doing designs, right, so I worked with you designing think traffic um that 's a kind of a partnership, but it 's very clearly like i have I have the contract I can show you i 'm a contractor, yeah, you know, what and I mean? you have work to do you know and i deliver. have I have things that I need to do that i 'm required to do, et cetera, et cetera, so it 's not really a partnership um Then we started talking about building Fizzle with the idea that you had for Fizzle that had been kind of bouncing around in your head. And I knew, okay, you know, the agreement that we struck up then was like, okay, this is a different kind of relationship. I'm not just a contractor here. Um, And fast forward a year, man, everything's changed. Yeah, Everything's changed. It feels so much different to be a part of a team than it did when we were, when I was just solo dolo doing my own thing, YOLO, you know? Yeah!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, the rhymes are flowing today, Caleb. Flowing. Uh, I I just can't handle it. You
0: be be knowing. So, (laughs) are you going to do this all day?
1: So, I just may. Do you think? I think. (laughs) (laughs) My man, I think that we uh, we are working together in a different way from a lot of people because there's this perception. I think that a lot of the people you see in the world are lone wolves. Yeah, you know. Um, like if you think about uh, Marie Forleo or if you think about Derek Halpern or yeah. um, think about Steve Cam, or mm-hmm. anybody that we talk about, oh, a, lot. about a lot I think about Steve Cam a lot you think of them as being like oh he just he just runs he just does all that stuff himself and in reality there are, are a decent number of people sort of behind the scenes that are helping with things right sort of just in a in a contracting kind of role, like maybe they have a video guy and they have a, a software developer guy and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, the three so of the us brand is
2: solo, but really there's a team.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and by team we
0: might mean employees or contractors. It could still, be either you know way. way. You know what I mean, It probably either way. And, and I don't I don't know. Suffice it to say, for you designing Think Traffic, I was a contractor. Yeah. Even though my, you know, the work that I put into it was more than just. You know, talent and skill. Like I really invested myself, and I tried to do it for all the clients. You know, figuring it out. Yep. But but it was just it was just a contract for
1: for the thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, for the thing for the thing. But and I agree. But the so what I the I think there's a we're trying to talk about when do you know today? Like when do you know that you should branch out beyond just yourself? Right. Well, first of all, I do want to just present the present the option
0: of teamwork. Right. Because the teamwork makes the dream work, exactly as you've said. But but just I didn't know I didn't know of anybody doing it. And to be honest, even when I did know of people like the thirty-seven signals guys, it never made sense. I never thought about it. And even though now that I look a little bit closer, I see in Paul Graham of Y Combinator saying like they really like to invest in companies where it's a partnership of two to three people Mm -hmm. and not more. You know what I mean? Yeah, one guy can fizzle out real quick yeah two guys it's much harder to fizzle out yeah you know there there can be tons of horror stories and bad blood that happen you know what i mean yeah and but there's also
1: a lot of strength but there's also yeah.
0: some you know for the vc it's like hey i want to get my money out of this i'm gonna you know the odds are better on the two two people i don't care if they hate each other yep. i'm gonna get money out of it yeah you know what i mean potentially so but but just to provide that option you know and that's really all that needs to be that said maybe a lot
1: of people aren't thinking of that,
0: because okay so i have a, a buddy um who who we did in Fizzle. There is an addendum to the productivity course. I don't know if either of you guys have seen this yet. Um, where we, uh, I talked to my buddy M. Schechter on Twitter, and you can I find him you were going to say
1: M. Night Shyamalan for a well, second
0: there. Frankly, I, I wanted to talk to him, but the ending just was too.
1: Anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Caleb couldn't even hang. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I talked to my buddy Michael Schechter and, and he was like, listen, I love the productivity course. There's a few things I would change. And I was like, okay, let's talk about this. In fact, let's record it and we'll make it the last video yeah. in the course. Um, because Michael's been talking about productivity and thinking about it a, a lot for, for like the last several years. And I really appreciate his thoughts on it. Um, and in that conversation, he mentioned something about, uh, it just kind of offhand remark. It's, it's like, frankly, this is, this is this is a team sport now. He mentioned that just sort of offhand and it stuck with me. The concept of a blog of being a team sport because it's resonated so hard with my la- my experience over the last year of working with you two guys and building this thing and realizing like, wow, yeah, yeah. When you don't get to dick around when you're on a team. Uh, in some ways, like you all three have to really believe in the vision and do the thing, meaning you're not just, yeah, I'm going to try this business idea. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And, like, and there's a lot less room for doing things that don't contribute value to the, the rest. You know what I mean? Yep. I feel like when you're by yourself, a lot of times you can talk yourself into doing spending a lot of time on things that ultimately don't really matter. Totally. Because you can play these funny mental games with yourself. It, like, it's oh. true.
0: And now, okay, so what I really want to say, so if, we were going to, if I was going to front load this with a handful of actionable or like really actionable stuff, it'd be like, hey, blogger, solo blogger thinking out there. I'd like to do my thing. You know, my family doesn't really understand the concept of blogging or, or, or of doing my own business. It's kind of scary to me, my wife, my my husband. They're, they're like, well, or whatever, my girlfriend or, or my my uncle who I live with or whatever. People in my life aren't really supportive or not that they're unsupportive, but they don't really understand what's going on. I'm kind of alone in this thing, right? First of all, you're not alone. You know what I mean? You could look at any, any online community of entrepreneurs of which I will say, yeah, fizzle.co. That's the one that we make. We <laughs> like that one a lot. And I think just. More attractive people per capita there than anywhere else. Caleb's kind of on the fence
1: about it. Still, Caleb. But, yeah, he's
0: well. Yeah, it's hard. To i try get not Caleb. to be biased, but <laughs> no. But what I'm getting—jokes I, aside—I do. You're not alone. There's um, there's a ton of communities out there you can be a part of, and realize, okay, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, hey, second of all, the thought of of not necessarily, maybe you don't need to have a partner, but just the sense of you're not doing this work alone. or that you aren't alone in your vision. And it doesn't have to be a partner. It can just be someone that you have, like I've got this vision in my head of like a five-minute stand-up phone call that you have with somebody on a Monday morning. You're in the same time zone. (laughs) Best case scenario, you're in the same time zone. And you say to each other, what are you going to do this week? And did you do what you meant to do last week? You know what I mean? You do this week in, week out. Five-minute phone call. And it's just that little piece of accountability if you didn't even take the whole partnership thing with you, if you just took that little accountability, you'd be kicking ass and taking names so much more than dicking
1: around. This is such a a straw man conversation or whatever you call it because Caleb and I are both sitting here thinking there is no way Chase has ever had a phone conversation that went five minutes or less. <laughs> I mean, Am I, I right? <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. All right,
0: so you, 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 you try to make it five minutes, right? But then you're just having such a blast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, it's, it, it doesn't feel like work anymore. Huh? You turned up the heat.
1: I don't know. Was that going into a danger field? I yeah, hey, hey,
0: babe, you really must have been something before electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Caddyshack lines. So... Um, So, but the point being, first of all, there's partnership building your thing. Okay, we're gonna talk about that a lot. Put that off to the side for a second. And then just think about what it means to bring another relationship with someone into your thing for five minutes a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because typically when we work with a lot of founders, we work with a lot of people trying to do their own stuff, and you know what? They more often than not, they do not lack specific knowledge about how to understand email marketing or about this, that, that. What they lack is a kick in the pants, a little bit of accountability, a little bit of a sense of, yeah, I'm not alone in this. This isn't a totally crazy idea. I'm not an idiot for thinking that I could do this.
1: Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, this is interesting. So, I mean, I guess when I started thinking about this concept, it was also partly about what if there are things that I can't do and I need other people to do that for me. But you're really leaning hard on the, the biggest thing that you're going to run into as a solo guy, even though if you think or a solo gal, you think like I just want to be the lone wolf. Yeah. Uh, really, the problem is accountability. Not yeah. Not that you're going to lack the skills or whatever or knowledge to do what you need to do because that's all out there, right? You can find that yeah, stuff. Yeah. The skill, it, it, guys, listening. I can't say it enough. Like we have
0: people that we've worked with, like you've worked with a lot of coaching clients. Quote, I don't know if you call them coaching clients or whatever, but over the past five years, you know, I call them friends. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was deep. Oh. I really like the way Caleb just said that. <laughs> oh, that was deep. <laughs> but you've worked with a lot of people. I've worked with a lot of people now through through hearing your experiences and through just doing so much work with Think Traffic and you guys with Fizzle, with being involved, doing all these coaching calls within Fizzle has been awesome. And realizing like, it's almost – it's typically all the people – you've got the answers in you somewhere. And I don't really care if it takes you a year or 10 years. You probably do. But I'm not going to – I can't – you can't give Derek Halpern, Ramit Sethi, Marie Forleo, Corbett Barr, you know, Chris Gilbert. we can't give you the answer. All we can do is provide an uh, an arena for you to figure out your own way through this thing, right? Which means the principal resource you have is your own ability to do what you say you're going to do, you know, which is why that five minute phone call with someone can be so why, ask yourself why aren't you doing it right now?
1: Well, I think we talked about this before. We talked about it somewhere. Um, maybe it was in a blog post recently. But you know, really, there were a number of times where I wanted to just quit or do something else. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when you work by yourself, it's easy to run up against some sort of roadblock, perceived roadblock, and then you feel like your solution is just to say, "I'm going to try something else now." Mm. You know, I'm just going to yeah. do something completely different. And the only thing that kept me in the game was that I participated in a Casual, you know, free mastermind group with yeah. a couple of other guys, and we met every week for an hour and just did exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it takes a little longer than five minutes, but um, that's like so powerful. And yeah. so, so you know, even though for the first two years I was a lone wolf, really, you know, before Caleb came along and changed my whole perspective on mm, things. Mm. Um, sweet Caleb came along. I I, I uh, was Nobody a lone wolf.
0: moves like you. Caleb, please be true Do you is this yacht rock? One two
1: <laughs> you're running out of rhymes screw <laughs> hey, what were where were we talking about <laughs> I'm curious if that's gonna make it in or not. <laughs> Um, He's what red. We- <laughs> his face is red. <laughs> Beat red. red. And he looks off to the side all bashfully. He like kind of looked
0: away from the computer for a second. I don't oh. think people sing to Caleb. Oh, wow, look often. how fast the color came back into his
1: face. How would oh. you do that? What did you? It's like a Sith I Lord. I don't
2: think I actually did it. I think it was just the computer. Oh, He's okay. a Sith okay. Lord.
1: So, what I was saying is, <laughs> even though I was a lone wolf for two years, I wasn't really. I mean, th- the thing is, you can without having to actually hire people and pay people and build a team and do that whole thing, what you're saying is, and what was true for me is that you can build a team, a support group. One of the most important things of having a team is just the support group and just the keeping it fresh and having somebody to talk about things with. And one way to do that is simply just to trade that role with another entrepreneur just for the conversation aspect and the accountability aspect by doing a mastermind. And all you have to do is reach out and say, Hey, Chase or hey Doug or whatever your name is mm-hmm. like, uh, would you like to meet every week and and just sort of keep each other on track? So to that
0: point, okay, so we've we've hit this top this point. Like, hey, first of all, you don't need a full partner. You can just you can just work with another entrepreneur or someone who who you can bring someone else alongside of you in a in a short and meaningful sort of way that helps you stay accountable. Yeah, it he, he helps both of you
1: stay accountable. Okay, yeah, so if
2: you're saying you can't have a team because you can't afford one, then find people. To work swap with basically yeah. Corbett. Yeah, exactly.
1: Saying. And or even you could you know this is a good reason conversation
2: swap. Even yeah, an and,
1: and it's also a good reason to reach out to some potential mentors and ask if they would mind being an advisor and say like you know it, it's just going to be like oh, yeah? a half hour once a month or something. I would just love to get some advice from you on. Such don't get me such.
0: started on being an apprentice for a little while yeah. because you won't. I won't stop. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start real quick. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Caleb. One minute thirty seconds. Timer. One minute thirty seconds. Okay. Listen, so many people want to jump in and try to do the thing on their own. What you need to do, or what, not what you need to do, what has been extremely helpful for me was I was an apprentice for three years. I didn't know I was going to be an apprentice. I tried to do a company and it failed. And then I got a job as a director of marketing at a small startup. I ended up being number two guy. To the founder, an older gentleman, my my hat my hat tip to you Pete who um who had already built companies and done the thing and he was it wasn't it it, it was the best possible situation for yeah. me to land in because I got to see what it's like to build a company on with a guy who was so who had so been there done that yeah you know and it was just like it was like sitting in the presence of I don't know it was just there was no hype there was no BS and it was like you know we 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 wore what we wore to work and and we worked really hard and we did anyways the apprentice mode Caleb when he got the job with Corbett being quote unquote like kind of like an apprentice gig to see what it's like to do a publishing thing like make like do the blog thing and do the base. now you know where money comes in now you know right. how this works what it's like to build a product what it's like to to uh, pursue relationships with with a million people online you know what i mean that is invaluable you know what i mean if you went out and did your own thing you would be 100% ahead of the game you know what i mean so anybody out there listening and, and yeah there's there there's plenty of people to 10 seconds to to that are already ahead of you and then the question is like you know can you pick 10 of them can you can you can you narrow it down to 7 that you really like and then can you approach all all 7 of them and see if you can get one of them that you can make coffee for every day virtually maybe yeah. but even better if you can do it in person bing time.
1: Time. Oh, time You <laughs> just the, made it beat you, the buzzer you just made it no and you're totally right people i think feel like they have to jump from their corporate life where they have a boss and everything into immediately being their own boss. Yeah. And there's this huge, like, vast difference between the two. Yeah. And there's a nice middle ground there where you can be learning from someone, you can be earning at the same time, yeah. and you can be preparing yourself for eventually maybe doing your own thing. Or maybe you find out that there's a great team out there and you all have synergy together and, and it's a oh, good, so good long-term synergy. God, good long-term approach. Okay,
0: so we've hit the idea that maybe you don't need a partner, you just need an accountability partner. Maybe uh, also you could, you could look into, uh, or maybe you're at an apprentice stage and something to look into, and I really can't highlight that enough. Like Spend a year and a half or two years working under someone, learning as much as you can, and you're going to be so well set up. Okay, so now let's get into some meat and potatoes for people who know they do want a partner. Yep. Okay, so first, first question.
1: Can I can can yep. we can I interject just before we leave that other stage we yeah. were in because Caleb has some good perspective here on sort of working with the team and and I think that um, that idea that maybe you always thought you were going to be a lone wolf but then you start apprenticing and I love and it that kind we of keep leads.
0: saying lone wolf because I always just think of Zach Galifianakis on the roof at, in, the, the, the wolf in the Hangover pack. the Wolf Pack just, just like so were there two of there were two of us in the Wolf Pack I was alone first in the pack. And then Doug joined in later. And six months ago, when Doug introduced me to you guys, I thought, wait a second, could it be? And now I know for sure, I just added two more guys to my wolf pack. (laughs) All right. right. And then (laughs) I wish I had his lines memorized because that would be amazing. That would have been amazing. Okay.
1: Okay, but keep going. Yeah, so Caleb, like... Give your perspective because I think you thought you were gonna be a lone wolf for a long time and then sort of just opportunistically we started working together.
2: Well I think and also all the people you look up to, it's like a single name person. It's like you look up to right. like Gary Vaynerchuk or Richard Branson or, you know, however big you want to look up to someone, that's a person. That's a single person, that's their name, and they've done all these great things, but there's always a team behind these people. Yep. And then you also Follow people like 37 Signals and people that have really small teams that are really agile and can do what they want to do and can be location independent all over the place. And it's just harder to fathom well, how am I going to go and make this team of six or eight people that's so awesome doing all these awesome things that you just assume? Oh, I'm just going to go solo. I'm going to make it work and I'm going to pay myself however much and just not have employees. But then after a while, you find out you don't have the skills that you can like do all the things you want to do. It gets really lonely after a long period of time. If you want it to grow at all, it's really hard to do it just by yourself. You get burned out. You can't take vacations. Like When I first came to work for you, you're like, I'm going on a trip and I need someone to make sure that everything doesn't fall apart. Yeah. And well, that, and that, welcome. <laughs> You've been here for a week now. Take the reins for a while. <laughs> yeah, but that was part of the reason why... I initially came on to work with you yep. part time. So,
1: it absolutely was. I remember it was basically like I had literally not taken a vacation where I didn't check email and the internet yeah. for like 10 years. Wow, to that point. And uh I was like this this doesn't work. I mean, I I guess I could have just like turned everything off and and whatever, but it was it, it was like one of the big reasons I wanted to bring somebody on was yeah. that a, it was getting a little lonely and boring to work by myself all the time, and B, I just felt overworked and like I could never take a decent break. And yeah. and if, like we were talking earlier, if the shit hit the fan and something happened and I really had to take time off, um, I would have been kind of up a creek. So it just felt like just a dangerous position to be in yeah. after a while.
0: By the way, my favorite part of most vacations is checking email, so...
1: Oh, uh-huh. you're one
0: of those. Just one way. Much you're one different. of those guys. Yeah. I remember being... I remember. When I was a kid, we went to Maui for the first time and the only time. Uh, and did we go twice? I think we just went once. I got—I had just gotten a new. I think I just got a Mac. A Mac. It was my very first Mac. A laptop. Yeah. So I wasn't that. I wasn't that young. I was. I think I was a freshman in, in college. Okay. And I just wanted to play on that Mac so bad. It was well, yeah, brand new. And totally. I, just, I was just like looking for things to do. I was like IMing people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And for just fun. whatever. Yeah, just loved it. I would if yeah. I wasn't doing that. I was snorkeling. But right. And I was most of the time I was on that Mac. My brother hated me for it. So, anyways, <laughs> vacation stories. Vacation stories. So what let's... are you gonna do? What? Are you, what can you do? do you you can some... <laughs> You can't do anything. You can't make me go back in time. <laughs> I'm not gonna go back in time and try to fix that. And I'm I don't even regret it that much. I mean when I did come out of the hotel room, I ended up breaking my hand.
1: (laughs) That's what you get.
0: You know, I mean I had to get a shot of I had to get a shot in my hand. Yeah. It burned. Yeah. It burned like fire.
2: (laughs) I feel like there's some truth to this.
0: It was painful.
2: Did you just watch a Woody Allen movie? Is that what's happening over there? You
0: know, you know, you know, you know, I I just don't I just don't get it. I just don't I don't get why people work.
2: That's my Woody Allen. I don't know. That's all I got. I don't know.
0: (laughs) So Back on the topic now, I think Caleb actually, yeah, your experience is is like exactly perfect for that, for that uh, apprenticey sort of thing. So I'm glad that you shared that. And it's weird that we're talking about that in the concept or in the con context of um, of partnership stuff. But I like this. It's like the step up into partnership conversations mm-hmm. is like what does it mean to do work under someone or around someone? You know what I mean? Okay, are we ready to switch gears yeah. into? Uh, what we've learned about working with a crew? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm ready
2: Let's to do, do it. it before but, all the way to Wolfpack, all from the Lone Wolf, to Wolfpack. <laughs> now,
1: exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, before we totally jump into like how we work together and tools and stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, we want to talk about. Uh, Sort of just the how how you meet people and and how you yeah, start to put how you start to put a group together and stuff so, like that.
0: So here's my here I know there's somebody listening right now who's like, dude, I'd love I'd love to work with someone. Yeah, but how do I get to know someone? Yeah, you know how do we, how do I meet someone?
1: So what's how do you answer that question? Well. I think also there's this, there's all this like pressure around how do I structure this so that we can work together and all that kind of stuff. You know what I
0: mean? Like, okay, so let's think about these in two points. Yeah. First is how do I find someone? Second of all is how do I structure it at first? Let's just focus with at first. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, a couple of things. So, at first, how do you meet somebody? I mean, Caleb and I met because I had worked on my own for a while. And then I just put, you know, a blog post out saying I was looking for somebody to join. So sometimes you can, you can get a couple of steps ahead with your own thing and then reach out and try to find other people yeah. who are aware of who you are and familiar with what you're already doing. That's a, that's a great way to do it. Um, in our case, Chase, we met at a conference. Yeah. And that's a great place to meet people because you talk online and you would never know that you both share an affinity for, um, for going to uh, watch people crochet. Yeah. Isn't that what we did? Well, no, that was the knitting N- the Knitting Expo, yeah, yeah. It was the Knitting Expo.
0: Crochet was every other year. Knitting's every year. That's right. That's right. But I would say, I would second that. I would say the first thing is is a conference. And I don't know what conferences are going to look like in the next couple of years. If they're, I mean, you know, you've seen how Blog World or New Media Expos, whatever, it's been like. Eh, I don't really know if I really
1: want to go. You know what I mean? And no. It, it. My advice is like to find the conferences in their first year. Yeah. Go to conferences they in always, their first year. Yeah, they always They're get always weird. so good. You know, and,
0: and and who knows what WDS will be like next year. But that's all traditionally been just the, the such an amazing conference, and uh, so like, but it's true. Like you know, the last four years of uh, over the last four or five five years, I went to like two or three blog worlds and mm-hmm. made friends for life with a handful of people, high profile people that I wouldn't be, I would be nobody without. Essentially, you know what I mean. I would just be me, which I think is still worth something. Something, but not much. We haven't determined exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> Yeah, we're in we're in conversation right now about it. <laughs> Waiting to sign on the line that is dotted. So, um Caleb, anything to add to to where or how to how to meet someone that could be a potential How did you how did worker?
1: you Caleb you're in like a mastermind group with a couple of really awesome dudes who are going to take over the world eventually um along with yourself. So, how did you meet those guys?
2: The current ones at WDS, so at World Domination Summit. Yeah. Um previous mastermind groups, I met them through traffic school through one of your courses and then Another one was just randomly people in the same kind of circle online. Same level of experience blogging, same level of, you know, I work a full-time job, I'm doing this on the side, trying to get things going. So, mastermind groups have always been the best for me when people are at the same level.
0: Yeah. Got so, it. I think
2: we need like a whole podcast episode on mastermind groups and how to make them really great.
0: But yeah. Sure. I'd be down for that. I'd, I'd probably... I'm questionable about it. Okay. Frankly, but we can know, talk you into it. I don't, I don't know. You'd have to convince me, guys.
1: You're pretty easy to talk into stuff. So. so we're going to talk about
0: mastermind groups, and it's going to be fun. All right, I'm in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so now say you did find someone. You did have someone. You're like, we've talked a little bit about it. We're unsure how to how to structure an agreement, so we've kind of tabled it for the time being.
1: Yeah. What, what, would, what would your advice be to them? So a couple of things. I mean, one is, you know, you definitely want to ease into things sure. because it takes a long time to get to know someone and really a like a business partnership of any kind ends up being like a marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to be working with somebody for a long time and if things go south, then it gets painful. Yeah. So you want to ease into things like no matter what you do, you don't want to just jump into something. And so, I recommend, you know, figuring out ways that you can work together where you don't have to come up with some like big complicated legal structure and all mm-hmm. this sort of stuff to begin with and you don't have to commit to like your whole entrepreneurial life, yeah. you know, with the other person until you really start getting to know how well you work together. So, one way is that one of you could hire the other one to do some work, you mm-hmm. know. Be like, "Hey, I'd love you to do some copywriting. I'll pay you X for it." Or um, you could barter. You could yeah. be like, "You know, I know how to design. You know how to do copywriting. Let's trade services mm-hmm. and see how that goes for a while." Yeah, um, that can definitely work. Um, another thing is, <clears throat> you could pick a one-off little project. You could say. Let's write an ebook together yeah. and we'll just split it 50/50. you know and mm-hmm. that's okay because you're not, you're not merging your entire business with somebody. Yeah. you're just saying let's do this one project and um, make it easy and we're just going to be partners on this one product. Or now you whatever. did something similar with Baker, right? Adam yeah. Baker Yeah exactly. so Adam Baker and I um, were friends from a mastermind group. Uh, we you know we got along really well and uh, one day actually just down the road here we were having beers and he was like you know it'd be really fun to work together on something. And, uh, so we did this project called the hustle project and it was kind of like a, a biweekly larger group coaching thing. Yeah. And, um, we just split that. We just said, let's just be partners on it. It was basically like he had his own thing, man versus debt, his mm-hmm. own business. And I had my own thing traffic and we just partnered on this one little project Yeah. and it was great for, I don't know, four or five or six months and it was fun. Um, we decided, you know, in the end that we didn't want to continue with it necessarily, but um, it was a great way to kind of test the waters and see yeah. if we really wanted to work together on that and anything else. And for you and me, we did the, we designed Think Traffic. You hired me to yep. design Think Traffic.
0: Yep on a on a whim. Yeah.
2: Well. And, and do you hint usually at the long term? Oh, this could be some partnership thing, or is it better just to be like, let's work on this project, see how it goes.
1: Well, Chase, uh, with uh, for us on so with with Baker and I, it was like uh, no, we just decided to do that project, and we weren't necessarily thinking about anything long term. With Chase and I, I think it was like, um, hey, I know that you want to, you know, start doing a lot of really big name sites and whatever. Like, why don't you start with mine? Cause, yeah. and and uh, and I sort of assumed you were going to go off and do your own thing, and then you did like. Incredible work on Think Traffic, and I was like, I gotta take this guy off the market somehow.
0: <laughs> hey, Ken, I like what you did. See, I like what you did. Huh? You're coming with me now. See, you had to work it for
1: me. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I, I feel I, very voicey today. I feel like I a like lot it. of voices. Yeah, it's a good. They're voices. coming out. I
2: think you've been. I think you've been saving them. Oh God, have while. I ever
1: been saving them? <laughs> oh God. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So ease into things. I mean, it,
2: like. I think anybody will tell you who's
1: been down partnership roads in the yeah. past. It's like there's no rush. Ease into it. Um, make sure that you both feel comfortable, make sure that you have an out if you need it. Uh, and really make sure that you go through and test what it's like to work with someone mm-hmm. and to feel it out, that sort of thing.
2: So anything to add on that, Caleb? We're ready to move on or what? I was just gonna say that we did a similar thing. I mean, I was part time for what was it, five weeks, six weeks? Yeah. I mean, you initially, you were like, this may lead to something, but there's no guarantees. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then it was just kind of the back of my head. It was like, okay, this is kind of an extended job interview performance evaluation to see if it leads to something. Yeah. Later. And I
1: think it's great for both parties, right? I mean, it's like the same for you. It's like, okay, I don't have to like fully commit to anything yet. I'm going to see how, how I feel working in this arrangement and, and what it's like and
2: Yeah, because the other person has the same expectations. They want to see if it's a good fit too. So
1: Yep. It's what I'm hearing is the same thing
0: with with business partnerships as it is with sex and drinking a strong cocktail.
1: You gotta ease into it. Um yeah. I guess it's a little longer term than that, but Yeah. I mean I mean my business partnerships usually <laughs>
0: Okay, so um, so we've talked about a handful of things up to now. I want to switch gears and I want to go into okay. Let's just talk about us three now. What we have learned sp- about working with one another, and kind of as rapid fiery as we as we can, so we have enough time for uh, some listener questions. Yeah, because uh, I think we have learned a good deal about what it's like not just to work with one another, but but just working. Being, you know, doing a solo thing, doing a thing together, a small time thing where your ass is on the line and there are deadlines and you need to get, you need to get the revenue and you need to make, you know what I mean? That's like, it's not like, it's not some big behemoth thing. It's like, wow, we're really agile. We're really trying to figure this out. I mean, just last month, it was like, didn't make enough money, guys. We got to, we got to switch X, Y, and Z to try to get the revenue or like, not that we didn't make enough money, but just that we had to switch some of our plans up because it's, it's month to month to month. Yeah. Because that's
1: what it's like to build a thing. Yeah you know so uh all right who wants to go first well can i let me just say something about the way that we're working together at least the way that i perceive it you guys can let me know if i'm off base on on this but i feel like um Mm -hmm. we together as a team are stronger because we have this company culture now of each of us having our own reputation and our own provenance Mm. you know our own the The things that we're known for and that we're able to go out and do interviews. Like, I know that, you know, each of us does like interviews and it's not like we talk about it and say, and it's not like, it's not like Chase goes, Hey, this guy asked if I can do an interview. Like, do you think I should do that? And what should I say? And blah, blah, blah. Like, we just, you're Chase Reeves. You are your own person. And when you do an interview, Boy, you, <laughs> you represent us and, and you yeah. talk about what we're doing, but you give your own opinion about it. Mm-hmm. And, and we all have faith that the company culture is strong enough that we're saying the things that we would want sure. each other to say, and mm-hmm. if not, then you know it's like it, it's something to learn from. like, oh, Caleb thinks about things differently than we do, We should think about that. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And same with Caleb, I, I know that you're out you know giving podcast interviews and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. I feel like we're uh, when we talked earlier about the Lone Wolf thing. I think there are lone wolves out there who start to build a team, and then it's very much like you know I'm the name, I'm the brand, I'm the name. Everybody else has to fall in line and just kind of do work quietly behind the scenes. And um, I I think we're trying to build something that's a little bit more of a cooperative here. Yeah, and and also to that point, first of all, as you say, like I'm remembering
0: lines from the Hangover, and then my wolf pack grew by one. (laughs) 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 But uh, second of all. I remember. I mean, I remember. Uh, you know, we should just have a, a brief little, you know, come to Jesus moment about, or just being honest about what it's been like for you and me to to explore a partnership conversation. It's been a little bit harrowing. You know yeah. what I mean? This is your baby that you've built. I'm coming in with a bunch of bravado, thinking I'm I'm thinking your hot shit since, <laughs> since sliced bread, right? Because um, I really do. I always really. I, I it was through those 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 conversations that I learned like uh just how much i was expecting to be lone wolf guy yeah and how much uh not a prima donna but like how easy it is to when you know you're confident you can do this on your own yeah how hard it can be to give that up cuz but you're not but it didn't feel like giving that up as much as it was learning like I, maybe i am playing second fiddle but really who cares it's a, it's an orchestra in fir- first place second of all though that's a little trite let's move on third um the just the concept of this is like a marriage and you know yes i'm i'm taller and stronger than my wife but she's way prettier than i am <laughs> why thank you you
1: know <laughs> oh no, not me <laughs>
2: no oh, oh your actual wife i'm oh, talking okay, about
0: okay. my actual wife okay but no but but um you know the way we compliment each other and even that sounds trite. You know, it was it was hard having those conversations. It was hard for me to come to terms with the fact that, like, like you, you did this work up to now on this thing, yeah, and that that I just remember sitting and struggling, trying to understand, like, but it isn't fair, but it's, but it is, and it, I I see now that it is, and it just took so long of me. What I'm I guess what I'm trying to to, to voice is like, it stopped being offensive to even to be a second fiddle.
1: I think it, what you're what what you're exposing also is that the like nuts and bolts of a partnership conversation are really um they're they're emotionally draining yeah and uh, and there's all it always exposes some things about the way you think about yourself totally and, and whatever and and it's really complicated and so I'm really glad that we. Didn't let that hold us up from producing really great work in the beginning because what we did was instead of saying, if we want to get into like the legal aspects, just so people kind of understand, um, because I think people have a lot of questions about that. Yeah. You know, up until recently, basically, we were just operating under, hey, let's work together, I'll pay you X and you'll get x percentage of profits from Mm -hmm. this thing that we're building together and that's a really easy way to do it and then you can just write up a contract which is really simple just to say oh and by the way if um you're fired for some reason you're entitled to this Mm -hmm. you know payout or something like that just so that you feel like there's some you know uh some penalty for being let go and stuff like that and that way we can get started on getting work done instead of you know the legal stuff could hold you up for months and months. Yeah, and months. as we've
0: experienced, because we are doing a professional, doing the whole the whole nine yards now, right? Yeah. But so originally it was just a contracting thing. There was some equity. There was some some uh, actual like salary stuff. There was you know and, and how that grew and changed over time. We had to deal with all that. And now that that was frankly easier than dealing with like okay, like we're going full bore. Like we're we're going to the courthouse. We're getting married. I got you a ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, it's but you're right. You know what, the best thing you said, uh, not the best, but it was really good what you said. Like, I'm glad that didn't keep us from doing this. Uh, and you said from doing good work in the beginning, but I'm glad it didn't keep us from going forward because it was hard and it was difficult. Yeah. And we both felt like we, were, like we were being unfairly dealt with a yeah. little bit. But we, we pushed, we kept dealing with it, we kept banging our heads against one another and got through it yeah. to the point where it's like now we see so much clearer. That we're on we're on the right footing, and if we wouldn't have done that, like I mean, sure,
1: we we could either we, we we both know we wouldn't be doing as good of work. There's that picture of those two old guys that are naked and like wrestling yeah. that I sent you. <laughs> That's right. They're like standing, but like I love that. I love oh, that so He much. sent
0: me a text message one day. <laughs> <laughs> this is two
1: old guys. They're, we gotta like, include that in these two
0: old guys locked in like you know like 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 high school wrestling yeah like they're like, like they're WWF standing like like a high school wrestling like then they're naked and they're
1: standing in a way that you can't see anything oh it's, but it's wonderful oh, man. and
2: so what do I Google to find this image <laughs> yeah what, what <laughs> yeah. am I typing in well,
1: chase partnership <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so no, but so so but here's my thing so from my perspective like you you know thank you for sharing yours in terms of what it feels like to be the guy who in his mind he was going to go do his own thing and be his own guy and whatever and then what does it mean to join a team Um, from my perspective like what I realize is that working in a team like we're doing things that I can't do on my own there's all this like safety in terms of just being able to take time off and if the shit hit the fan or whatever it's way more fun Mm -hmm. frankly Mm -hmm. and I realized in order to get people who are really high quality people you know Mm -hmm. in order to you know attract you and caleb to work with me i have to let you build your own profile and reputation and and bring all of your own ideas and really make this feel like it's yours just as much as it is yeah. mine yeah otherwise like what kind of people are you going to attract and that's you know? that 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 has that's not an easy thing to do no you know and so I mean? there's to something your baby exactly so you know in in both on both sides i think you know there is compromise just like in a marriage like you're getting a lot out of it, and there's also compromise to really make it work. And I think if yeah. you're going to work with a team, you have to you have to realize that as the uh, entrepreneur. So, but Caleb, like you, to your point earlier about joining a team instead of just going out and doing something solo, there's nothing in your day to day that doesn't feel like entrepreneurship, right? I mean, you feel very much like an entrepreneur, even though you're part of a three person team, right?
2: Right, exactly, and I don't think that. I think originally I thought that an entrepreneur was just this guy that went and did stuff by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have, you learn that, okay, that's not true. That's not how everyone actually does it. It's Teams are where actual things happen. Actual big products and projects and world-changing stuff is done by a group of people. It's not done by a single person. Very, very rarely is it a single person that does something. Mm, yeah.
1: yeah. And just from an economic standpoint, I mean, basically, like what we're betting is that the three of us together produce more value yeah. than each of us. You know, the sum is greater than the mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. however you say that. It's some, Musketeers, yeah.
0: Some parts <laughs> or some parts. It's not something. Some better. is something greater than the. Some, Some something, some something's don't (laughs) Put on my Brian Regan. So some something, some some something's are sometimes some. Sometimes some things are too many subs. Too many subs sometimes make someone sad.
1: Oh boy, the wheel fell off. I am really glad that my wife isn't home. Is the sun?
0: All right. My bad. All right. Okay, so we have time for, like, four minutes of, like, rapid-fire stuff. Okay. okay. So I'm going to jump right in, okay? This has been a great great chat, though, guys, but I'm sorry. I'm going to blaze right ahead here. Um, <laughs> okay, first of all, we started using Basecamp. Then we switched over to Asana. I really liked Basecamp. I love Basecamp as an option because it forces you to be simple. Then we were like, okay, just felt like there's things living in Google Docs, there's things living over here, there's things living over there. Um, how can we put these all together? You found Asana, Corbett, yeah. and we started using Asana. That's what we're currently using now. I'm not super crazy about it, but what I can't get away from about it is the fact that, yes, you know what, it's great, Is every, every, right now everything is there, except for, you know, we have scripts and we have blog posts that are yeah. living in Google Docs or something, right? So it's nice that we can say like, oh yeah, we planned on our six-month plan having X, Y, and Z. Where is that? Well, we no, it's just right there in Asana. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of nice. Also, don't deal, Don't worry about the tools. Like, collaboration's a big deal. But frankly, 98% of what we do is through email. Yeah. With the occasional text message thrown in. Yep. And basically, Asana's there for us to check in with, you know, every other week to say, like, oh, yeah, we forgot to do that. Or is this on time? Yeah, it's on time. or Whatever. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Yep, absolutely. Is it what you add in? It's basically it? just
2: need a tool because we're all virtual. Yeah. so it's it's our dry erase board that's up on the wall all the time or post-it notes all over yeah yeah
1: and it's just uh it's just it's just a way for us to keep track of what everybody's working on to make sure that which is a total challenge because
0: and planning and anybody who's planned any project you know it's hard to stay fluid because you just have to we can put on a whiteboard this is where we want to be in six months these are the things we want to accomplish in six months but all of that will get shifted Mm-hmm. As you go day from day to day to day yep. to day to day, so how, it, somehow that's why the easiness of the tool makes it easier to for, to a, a, accommodate that in some ways. You know what I mean? Yep. But also, if it's too easy, things fall out the back end. If I had my druthers, I wouldn't. We wouldn't even be. I know that there's people out there who are like, I've got a team. How do I get these things to work? How do I, you know? It's like it's not about the tools. It really isn't about the tools. It's like have someone be a project manager who keeps track of things and manages people or whatever. Use email. Yeah, you know, um, but. Okay, then moving on. We are a, basically a publishing company, for lack of a better term. I mean, we we have our blog posts. We have uh, we do have the Fizzle show, but this is like our favorite part of our job because it's so easy—just talking with us. Yeah. Uh, but and then we have Fizzle, where we're actively writing several courses that are going to be turned into, into video lessons and published and, and all hosting all this, live events. And, live yeah. events. We we do marketing. We have all this other stuff, right? Yep. But a lot of writing. A lot of writing. A um, couple tips from me on this. Yeah. I got you guys to start using Markdown because it's something that I've been using Which for several years. Which I didn't years.
1: know what it was until about two months ago or and six months
0: ago or whatever. Put very simply, Markdown is a uh, a shorthand way of writing that, um, of writing like markup. Like So instead of using paragraph tags and links H- a- href sort of html type stuff it's just a bracket or two asterisks
1: or something like that it's a it's a way of indicating the formatting that should happen within a document by just using a couple of characters yeah. as opposed to the ugly ass as HTML, opposed to using
2: html tags yeah,
1: and all which, that which other stuff
0: which stop you in the middle of your writing which are hard to read as a human etc 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 and
1: markdown has the advantage of being readable yeah. in the document um, whereas html makes it almost impossible to read the actual yeah. document so, so Deep down on markdown, Mark, deep dive
0: on markdown another time. But um, or go do your research yourself. But this has been a really big tool for us, and frankly, it started to it's make me believe that for pro publishing houses, like markdown's becoming essential. I think it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. it used to be just this like the text geeking out on textile or markdown or yeah. all this other stuff. Um, I learned textile back in the day because that's what Basecamp used, and I
2: love I love the idea of this. So maybe explain why like in. 15 seconds why markdown it's because we use so many different tools we use yeah Email. We use text docs. We use Google Docs. We use WordPress. We use Mailchimp. We use. We
0: all write in different applications. Like, like when we're just writing the, ourselves. The, and
2: the importing and exporting between them and editing all of them. That's why we use Markdown.
0: Exactly. And, we, and we're all the the output is almost always
1: HTML. It's on
0: some right. blog post somewhere yeah. where we need bold. We
1: need links. We need lists. We need all this other right. stuff. Right. And with a couple of simple add-ons, you can convert any Markdown document into HTML in a second. Yeah. And then you can paste it into your into the email template or your. WordPress or whatever you totally. Need to. So, um, the, the, I, I have so to for say, collaboration that's been huge.
0: So, but at the same time, collaboration and markdown is been, has been is difficult. Yeah. What, Google Docs is what we've traditionally used for collaboration. Why? Because you can see revisions really, really easy, and that's an important part. Yep. and you can make comments, inline comments, yep. doing the thing. You can hover over and use that. Great, great, great things that make it... Uh, the goal here is, listen, this is, no, this is not trivial. We're trying to make it as seamless and as transparent as possible to go from an idea to a published thing that impacts someone's life that's valuable to someone, right? Yep. So... We don't want to have a bunch of friction in between here and there, so we started writing in Markdown. Well, unfortunately, you know, you'll write in like Byword or TextMate or something like that, and it looks beautiful. You can see it clearly what's happening. Mm-hmm. You you paste that into Google Docs and it looks like crap, but we can deal with it. You know what I mean? Yep. But because well, now we can see the revisions and we can do inline comments. Well, now there are other tools like draft.in and in uh, .in I said that right? Right. Draft Draftin Draft .in yep. And editorially and a handful of other things. That are coming out that are that are that are being building this collaboration on top of Markdown type stuff, right? Awesome tools. We won't get into the details more than that. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, point. like
1: there's no winner in that space yet. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty interesting.
0: It, I think it, I think it's. Uh, I, I'm just. am just grateful. I'm just grateful that those tools are being made and that other people are seeing this oppor- as an opportunity. Other people who are smarter than me. Um. But I. I say that, uh, and then finally, also mentioning like WordPress. Like, we're using WordPress, right? We use WordPress to finally publish the stuff, both on fizzle.co and on thinktraffic.net. So the point being, this is what we do. We publish. We write and publish. Yeah. Um, oh, and one more one more point to this. One of the things that's changed, uh, that's been helpful for us is as I ru- we write, you each are like, I, you're writing, uh, or you just finished recording, Corbett, the, um, Choosing a business topic course, right? Yep. You put together the list of like the a, a rough outline, the sketch with, with, a, with just a, a little bit of detail in it. Yep. And then we all have a call, we talk it over. Yep. All right. You walk us through each one, and Corbett and Caleb says, you know, you know, what's been really helpful for me is when you, uh, is when I had this talk. <laughs> and it like, you know, and I say, oh, yeah, I have this story about X, Y, and Z. And oh, yeah, there's this quote from, you know, Paul Graham over here on this, or there's the, you know, and we kind of add to each other's stuff. But mostly what happens is there's just a couple adi- additions. M- one little note on like, hey, make sure that the point, you get the point here on this. Yep. The point being that after that's done, you've got eighty five percent more confidence in what you're about to publish. Totally. You know what I mean? Writing forward, you know exactly you you know that you didn't there's no blaring omissions. You're not way yep. off topic. And yep. to me, for me as a writer, that like that's
1: that's gold. And to connect the dots here, we were talking earlier about what if you don't have a team This is the perfect thing to do during a mastermind meeting when it's your turn and you have the floor and you have 20 minutes to to talk to something, to talk about something. That's a perfect time to say, hey, guys, I have this outline for a new product. Can I go over it real quick and get your feedback? That's a great time to do that. And if you don't have a mastermind group but you have a blog already and maybe an audience, that's the perfect way to involve your audience just to say – Hey, would somebody mind volunteering to spend a half hour with me on the phone? I have this idea I'd love to run by you yeah. and get direct audience feedback. That's another way to have a virtual team of people that are willing mm-hmm. to help that you're not paying necessarily. Totally. Okay. So one last con- one last tip from me, and I'll hand it over to
0: you and see if you guys uh, have any other additional tips. But finally, I mean, how many times have we mentioned Chris Johnson on this on this podcast? We, Twenty-seven. We've like lit, he's literally in every show notes. I think <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm infatuated with the guy. Yeah. What's but the deal? In that one, in that one uh, fizzle founder story, the interview that I did with him, there was one tip, and we have talked about this tip before, but I have to say it here. It's the unless I hear differently tip. Yeah. Unless I hear differently, using this as a little tool, as a little conversation device, you know, with one another, has absolutely. Just makes it so easy. I was coming here on 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 a, a public transportation today uh, to Corbett's house, and I said, "Hey, I'll, I'm I'm just going under the bridge. Where, where should I meet you?" You said, "There's this little place called X, Y, and Z. When will you be there?" And, and I'm like, "I told you, you know, five, 15 minutes, unless I hear differently. You know what I mean?" Yep. And you didn't have to respond. You didn't have to. We knew. We both knew exactly what our roles were at that point. Yep. You know what I mean. We do this all the time. Uh, hey, I'm gonna, thinking of putting together a blog post next week on this. Unless I hear differently, I'm going to go on that. Yep. Don't it, like it's it's great. And the way Chris Johnson talks about it is he says it fosters a bias for action amongst your team, meaning like I'm going to take the ball and I'm going to run with it. Um, step in if you. It, but it also provides this little wedge that we can just say, oh, whoa, whoa, before you do that, if we need to, and we almost never need to.
1: Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Um, and we've we've like adopted that, or actually adapted that a little bit. We have this other. Um, we have this other thing we use. We make up words. Yeah, we make basically. up words. Yeah. We have another word, which is it. Yeah, that's which, right. Which basically means, here's this document, I, or the, here's this blog post I wrote, and I feel like it's pretty damn good, Yep. Uh, but I want to give you the opportunity to look it over and optionally edit it if you want to. Yep. So it's a check, edit, but it's an optional thing. We yep. know that. It's
0: already scheduled. Yeah, the blog post al- is already scheduled. Just chat it if you like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> whereas whereas if I wrote something and I really needed you to add to it, then I wouldn't say chat it. I'd be like, hey, Chase, you need to do this yeah. in this blog post, or I really need you to comment on whatever. You know. Yeah. So it's it's just a shorthand. And I think um, something I learned that I guess is really related to Chris's U I H D. Although that's like to the extreme. It's just when you when you build a team, you have to find people who are going to come to you with solutions instead of questions, yeah. and you have to foster that within your team so that the expectation is that if you come to me with a with a problem, you're going to have a couple of suggested solutions instead of just a question. Like I have this thing, what do I do about it? Yeah. It's more like there's this problem, and I was thinking I could do this or this. Now Chris's extension is is. I could do this or this. I'm going to do A unless you tell me differently, yeah, which yeah. is so awesome. It just makes things faster. Totally.
2: So and, th- well, and if you ask someone for their opinion, they're going to give it to you. But if you don't directly ask for it, then they're like, "Oh, I don't have to respond." Yeah, yeah because so unless it's some, it saves time. Unless I
0: have some blaring, uh, you know, some some bright and loud opinion about this thing based on past experience, like you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, and it provides that that little so that little tool, that little little gap for me to crawl, crawl into if I need to. Yep. So these little tools, this you unless I hear differently, UIHD. This is not a small deal. Markdown is not a small deal for us. No. For me, I don't think it is because it provides us a it 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 floats it fades away into the background now it's no longer about any anything technical it's just about moving forward going you know because we have work to do yep so i think those are big those are big deals And, and
1: i'm really glad that um of the three of us i you spent the most time chase uh, thinking about productivity and living in that world, and I know that some people get too like precious and tedious about yeah. productivity stuff. But you've you're really pragmatic about it, and these little things do save a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And it's great to have somebody on your team that's just kind of thinking about workflow and little yeah. time saving stuff that can really add up after a while.
0: There you go. Hat tip to Merlin Man. You're my boy, Blue. Um, okay, any more any more tips that we need to jump into? Because we got enough time for maybe one
1: question. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm good with that so far
2: yeah i'm good too and i got one question that applies directly to what we were talking about okay well let's dive in all right so we have a question here from brady whose review on itunes is actually titled this podcast is meth but better
0: (laughs) i like that (laughs) wait that's a bad thing that's a bad thing (laughs) (laughs) wait i
1: I don't know how to take
0: that i wait don't give if this is a spoiler i'm breaking bad don't i don't want to hear about
2: it (laughs) yeah i'm only in season two (laughs) yeah okay so he asks, I have a 10 person team on Asana. They're doing work, but they're not using Asana. How do I get everyone to make a habit of using new technology that they see as non essential for their work? So Corbett, how did you get us well unwilling that's to That's still a
1: little TBD for Chase, but yeah.
2: but um <laughs> How did you get me to do it? Yeah, then? right. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> so partly, I mean, partly as the manager, you know, the person that's managing the workflow a little bit, you can make it your own role to Use Asana as your own tool and then to ask people to check in at certain times. Now, with Asana specifically, for people that aren't familiar, um, you haven't dropped the line yet, Chase. Caleb and I were like all ready for it this whole time. Well, it's so hot in this Asana. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Asana that is a little over the top. <laughs> You're a little trigger happy today. I am. Dude, um, it's been a long time since we recorded, it, guys. It feels good. It's true. It's true. So Asana is just a task management tool and uh, a really good one. And there are a couple of ways you can make people use it or encourage people to use it. One is what we do is every two weeks when we have our big planning meetings, we actually sit down for a good portion of that meeting and basically go through the outstanding stuff in Asana. And then we decide what needs to be done over the coming two weeks, and we make sure that those things get tagged in Asana. And um, whenever you tag something with an assignee or whatever, they get an email about it, so they're aware of that. um, And you can put due dates on it and stuff like that. So you'd say
0: using tags for a two-week sprint? Using
1: using tags and also just during your uh, planning meetings, your weekly or bi-weekly planning meetings. It's the agenda for the planning It's kind of the agenda, exactly.
0: What I would say is... um, I would say... (laughs) Okay, I, I could go hundred. I could go a few different directions on this. But um, first of all, if they're not using it, it's not working. Second of all, if, if if meaning meaning like maybe the tool itself is broken and the problem isn't the tool.
1: Well, but you have to give a tool a chance because like totally. with, with markdown. It's like the wire. You with with markdown, we didn't use it for a while until you were like, dude, you gotta Absolutely. use it. You gotta use it, and we're like, ah, now I get it. Totally. Um, so it, there's a balance there.
0: You know what I mean? Because the 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 work is the work. The work is not the work about the work. Yeah. Which is, Asana is work about work. Now, work about work can make the work go better over the long haul. Yeah. Right? So, it, like, like we were talking about earlier with, with the productivity things like Markdown and, and tools. So, first and foremost, I would say the person, the person in your team, they know exactly what's expected of them. And whether they're doing that from Asana or from some note card that they wrote it down on that for, uh, every week you have a meeting or every other week, like they, they, they have these 10 things to do, and those are very clear. Those have been worked out. You know what I mean. There's a verb, noun, and an object in each one of those. Vino, right? Take the course, do the work. Fizzleco, call me. But, <laughs> but no. But um, the the you the hard part with productivity and managing a team is distilling the actual work out of the ambiguity of the task. Hey, man, I need you to put together this performance reveal. Go, go right. I'm on it. What does that mean? Yeah. What are I, I what gonna do? What is it? You know. What does that actually mean? Right. So you've got to go from ambiguity to clarity and ha- like that is the number one tip on all things managing people and, and managing yourself because how many tasks have you given yourself that have been in your OmniFocus or in your Asana or in your inbox for how many years, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean, or whatever. So the hard part of saying <laughs> is doing the work to get from ambiguity to clarity because people thrive when they know, they really know what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. what their job actually is today and right now. That's what you have to give them as a manager. You have to give them clarity. And sometimes they, you know, you know what it's like to be in an organization. It's political. It's hard to. It's hard to know how to roll. You know what I mean? Some, you can't always expect them to be able to divine. Obviously, the best case scenario is they can figure it out on their own. They're people who get actions done. They don't bring questions. But uh, uh, sometimes you have to. You have to give them those little. Those little. You know. Those little nudges. And and, and as a manager, I would try really hard to to. I would, I would waste a lot of time doing that with them, is what I would do. I would say, I'm going to waste some time making sure that these people that each of my members of my team has clarity on what's next. And I don't care if they, for the time being, it doesn't matter if it's in Asana or if it's whatever. I use Asana to make sure that they're on track. Uh, I'll be the master of it for the time being. Eventually, they'll start backing their own things off. And obviously, every company's different. But that's what I would say. Because so how, how many how often have you been in a situation where it's like, some, I mean, I I've got things in my to do list right now that I haven't done for for a while because I just I never did the work the extra two seconds of work to actually re- figure out what it meant. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yep, absolutely. Caleb, anything?
2: I would say I have a few things going. Picking back in what you were just saying about having clarity about the actions, the biggest thing is if you can start all of the tasks in there with an action word. Mm-hmm. That just changes. Your life, yep. In general, yep. Productivity wise, and
0: not just like do. It's like it's email or it's call, yeah, or it's yeah, write or a very yeah.
2: specific verb to start all the tasks. Um, so but then my other piece would be you use it, like Corbett was saying, and if people don't update it through the two weeks or whatever to your checkup, great. But if they don't get stuff done that's assigned to them in that two weeks then you have some sort of yeah, a problem. Yeah, then
1: they'll learn that the expectation is that you're doing these things that we agreed to yeah. in this list and you forgot about what they were because you didn't check this task list. Yeah,
0: and so two, I would, I would say, I'm gonna cut you off right there, jump right back in a second because it made Go me think it. of two things. The The important thing here is the work getting done. Okay, so be yeah. the kind of manager that that focuses on the work, not the tool. The tool just helps you get the work done. The to, The tool serves the work. You know what I mean? So, so really, really hold that work as precious in in your heart, if we can make it about Jesus for a second. Um, But first of all, that, and then when they see you doing that, then, then it's like, then this is a tool about the work. You know what I mean? If I can care about the work, then the tool becomes useful. To doing the work, and if the tool isn't useful for me to do the work, like Asana isn't that useful for me, I walk in there and I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. It feels confusing, <laughs> but I'm glad that we've got an agenda list that we can. Because I take, I, I write, I physically write things down, and it, and it lands in OmniFocus at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that now this guy might be working uh with where it's like i don't i don't have a meeting telling you what to do i just put a task in your list in asana yeah then then, that, then it, so just understand that it's it's always going to be you're going to have to waste time for a few weeks with any new tool you mm-hmm. know what i mean especially a tool as robust as asana to be able to do that and again this goes for base camp goes for anything it goes for any new tool yep to use this stuff um so uh that's what i was and and you know have a little have a little grace Asana is a confusing tool to me still and I've used a lot I've used it a lot and I'm still trying to yeah. figure out where is that task
1: again and and I don't know where it is I have to search for it
2: learn the shortcuts watch their video tutorials yep.
1: yeah and if it doesn't feel good after a while then I don't know find something else yeah
0: the work is the work, is the work though not the work about the work yep Does that work that works <laughs> that works <laughs> I have been Chase Wordman Reeves I've been Corbett Barr
2: and I've been Caleb Odrick
0: see you there awesome See you another time. I
2: like how you default to that every I, time. Ju- I
0: literally have not like it's always what feels right. It's like Paul hello Rydon. and welcome to the Fizzle Show. <laughs> I don't know where you, that came I've from. I've heard
2: people using that. Now,
0: dude, like, I when I did, I listened <laughs> to an
2: interview and someone in person. Yes, did it. yeah, 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 dude, yeah.
0: I was I was so amazed by that. So there you have it. The work is the work, not the work about the work. Does that work? <laughs> it's gold. Come on, people. Listen, fizzleshow.com slash 15. That's one, five, F-I-Z-Z-L-E, show.com slash 15. That's where you're going to find show notes, links to everything we talked about here, including you've got to see that pic of the old naked dudes wrestling. It's hiding in there. It's waiting. It's grunting. It's old skin, sort of flabby, reaching for you. You've got to see it. Don't worry. There's no, like, uh, you don't see... You don't see the bits you don't want to see. It's just an adorable picture. Um, thanks, Brady, for your question. I hope that uh, got to the the meat of your issue. You, you you left us a review, Brady, and I can't thank you enough for that, listener. We we don't really know how this podcast stuff works. I'm going to ask you for a review because that's the only thing we know that that like is going to get us in front of other people. I think. I think our goal is to get in front of other people, get into their ear holes, those who are putting their arses on the line to build something that they actually care about, to support themselves and their family. You know how fearful and isolating it is to do this thing. And and I think we do our better work when we're more comfortable in our own skin. That's what we're trying to do. So if you found this episode helpful or any of our episodes, please do. Leave us a review. Just go to iTunes, click on this, the store, search for fizzle. You'll see our funky little faces right there, looking at you, just kind of like dumb, 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 and cute. Um, especially Caleb, boy, he's cute. But man, it means the world if you if you'd click on our silly faces and click write a review, leave an honest rating, because uh, literally we we don't know how how this works, but we know that that's important. So I'm asking for it, and I really mean it, people. Statistically, you don't lack specific knowledge. Okay? Your awareness of and, and proficiency with some tool out there, some social media or some market or, or anything like that. That's not, that's not what's holding you back. What you really need is just a regular kick in the pants. Right? You'll learn through experience over the next two years. all right. Everything that you need to. All that you need is to somehow weekly be able to reset, get that kick in the pants to do the thing. All right? It might not be a partnership might not be a a team it could just be some good old fashioned accountability so how are you going to go get accountability how are you going to do it alongside someone else and realize you're not alone in this thing I'm telling you this thing that that sense of community just that little sense of I'm not alone in this I'm not crazy I might actually be able to do this because these other people are trying it as well or just this one other person that I know of is trying it as well that can kickstart your whole your whole deal man it's a multiplier find care take care serve hard and dig in folks thanks we'll see you next fizzle friday bye bye